do it live. <laughs> but pre-recorded live. Yeah. 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 It's always live at one point in time. I mean, it's live for us right now, yeah. but not for the people at home. Yeah. Yeah. Or in their car. Yeah. I mean, we probably just, for all they know, we could have like retried this intro several different times. But we definitely did. To perfect it. I definitely just said something and then you ran with it as a cold open. So <laughs> <laughs> now we're stuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know why you're waiting for me. You're the one who starts the show. <laughs> oh my gosh. We got to do the. We got to do the show. Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows, in addition to kind of whatever. Mainly, we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Uthi. I like how then there's just a natural end to the bit. Holden looks at me like I have one more thing to say. I, I never do. Yeah, I just... I, I have nothing extra funny to contribute, Holden. <laughs> you should know that by now. Yeah, well, we all know that. This is, epi- this is episode one. 76, Holden. You should have gotten that. 76, by wow. Wow. 76 non-consecutive weeks that we've done this. Yeah. We're like the Philadelphia 76ers basketball team is named after us. Not familiar. I don't know what basketball is. Uh, We've got a great episode for you this week featuring our review of Borat's subsequent movie film. First, Jimmy, we've got to do the toms. Let's do some toms. The toms, the toms, the toms, the toms. Toms is a rapid fire segment where we rate the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms, Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw is the highest, Bombadil is the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Jimmy, let's get to it. Let's get started, Holden. What do we have? All right, we got a few trailers this week. Uh, this is another fairly, like, kind of like last week, kind of slow news week, so we, we're going to be covering some trailers. Uh, the first one I want to discuss is the uh, Raya and the Last Dragon trailer. Yeah. Uh, a new Disney film. Uh, it's supposed to be coming out in March. It was coming out originally in November, uh, but obviously it's one of the many films that has been pushed back due to COVID. Um, but yeah, this is kind of the first look at it. Uh, Disney Animation Studios, it's like they're in-house people. What do you think, Jimmy? She's supposed to look Japanese. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Because she doesn't no, look she very looks, Japanese. She looks all. pretty white, or what? I don't know. Just not Japanese. Yeah. And then the, like the rest of the movie looks like it's in Japan. I but think maybe it is it's, Japan. But or is it like a fantastical world? I'm so confused. Let me look it up right now. Because there was a lot of Japanese infused culture, but then it didn't necessarily look like Japan, and she definitely doesn't look Japanese. So. Well, I mean, and it's the, definitely the, got art, s- the artwork within the film, like the literal artwork within the film looks Japanese, but not necessarily the film itself. So I'm it looks good. It looks like a good movie. I yeah. think um, in the it's in a fantasy world of Kumandra. OK, so I guess it's just it's fantasy, but with Japanese influence. So it's whitewashed Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Disney's fantasy. 
Um, I think it looks good. Like uh, from the creators of Moana, which I, a movie I liked. This yeah. looks like looks like Lara Croft to Tomb Raider mixed with some like. It uh, looks like there's some political going ons in the yeah. background. There's a bunch of people who don't like each other. Yeah. Uh, I like that. There's, there's some little conflict yeah, contributes like, to the plot. There's cool fighting, cool yeah. martial arts things happening. There's a, of course, the trademark Disney cute sidekick thing. Yeah, very like cute. Roly, roly poly thing. Roly poly. I thought it was it like a what are you, uh, armadillo almost. It's no. a pangolin. Pangolin. <laughs> um, I think it looks good. I'll give it a broca. Yeah. Animation looks solid, uh, and I'm excited to see what I'm excited to see what the dragon looks like. Holden's or like, maybe it's the dra- 3D animated movie. Derp, derp, derp. I mean, I would prefer a hand drawn one, but yeah. Why don't you draw it, Holden? I can't. Why don't you just <laughs> draw, when the movie comes out, you just recreate it as 2D animation. I will. Okay. That'll be my project, my lifelong yeah. project. Yep. Good. And, yeah, I'll give this a broca as well. There we go. Uh, next trailer, uh, we actually just covered the teaser for this a couple weeks ago, but Mank, the new David Fincher film coming out on Netflix, um, which uh, covers kind of the making of, or follows whatever his Mank, I can't remember his full name. What's the guy's full name? Something Mank of Mankovitz. Mankovitz. Yeah. Something. It's the guy, who, the screenwriter for uh, um, the uh, Citizen Kane. The Citizen Kane. The Citizen Kane, yeah. as it is known, yes. Yeah. The Citizen Kane. Um, but anyway, it's... The Kane of Citizen. Because <laughs> the making of that movie is, like, very, very infamous, like, with just how much it had to go through, and, like, there's just a whole lot of... It, it was very tumultuous. Tumult, I can never say tumultuous. that word. Tumultuous. There we go. Hold in. Charles Dance is William Randolph Hearst. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> I don't really know who William Randolph Hearst is, but I am excited because Charles Dance is in it. I'm so excited. Yeah. He's a very powerful fascist man during Ooh. like the 1930s and all that. Nice. So, yes. you would know Journalist that, guy. Yellow journalism. They peed on the newspapers. Did they really? Yeah. That's oh, why okay. it's called yellow journalism. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> definitely just not true. Okay. Don't remember why they call it yellow, but that's that was a term I learned in modern U.S. history. Apparently in, not very well, if you don't in remember. A, in my junior year of high school. Yeah. But um, he's known as a yellow journalist. Yeah. So. Um, I, I like the look of this movie. I mean, obviously, it's all in black and white, but I like how the it looks like there'll be a lot of, like, you'll we'll be looking at how the movies were made back then, a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. We'll be getting... Uh, I don't know. A lot of talking and smoking and boardrooms and stuff. You gotta love it. I I think this looks great. Yeah. I'll give it a Broca. I will too. And there was uh, and there oh and there's the you know the Citizen Kane imagery in it as well. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know. I've I know the dropping the thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's laying on the bed and he drops Holden, the we'll thing. Hold on, we'll have to do a a, a double feature. One a double a, like the same day. No, not the same day, <laughs> the same episode. Oh, okay. Citizen yeah, Kane and Mank for all for all the cinephiles out there. Ooh, that'll be their favorite episode. Mm-hmm. Will be the one that put us puts us on the map. Yeah. Uh, 
Okay, and then the other one I wanted to talk about is uh, the another new Netflix movie, which comes out just like a week or two after Mank does. Uh, but Ma Rainey's Black Bottom uh, is a movie that follows. Or it's about like Ma Rainey, who is a famous blues uh, singer, very influential blues singer in the twenties. Um, and I think it's just it's apparently based off of a play from the eighties. But I think it's like it's it's basically just history stuff um, about that time and her and stuff. Uh, I don't know too much about it aside from the trailer. But the main reason I wanted to talk about this was because we I think we had mentioned when it when it happened. But when uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away, this is his last live action role that he filmed. Yeah. So because the only thing left after this is the voiceover and in the. in the voice acting in What If, I think. What If, yeah. yeah. The Marvel Disney Plus spin-off thing. Yeah. Show. It's a spin-off. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is it. Last live-action appearance of Chadwick Boseman. He's playing the trumpet. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know if he actually knows how to play the trumpet. Probably not, but Probably not, whatever. But, um, looks good. Again, I think... I think all three of the trailers this week looked really good. Yeah. I'm excited for each one of these movies. So I'll am, give it to Broca again. Yeah. Assuming this is like, it, it, se- it looks good the closer we get to it. I'll be excited to review this one because J- Jimmy and I both know jazz, you know, we both, we yeah. both know the, the history of blues, stuff. jazz and rock. We took a whole <clears throat> class on it. We did. I don't remember the name Ma Rainey, but like, I'm sure we heard it. We probably did. <laughs> so yes. Cool. Yeah. Excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on to the next bit uh, We have a couple more delays Because of course we have a couple more delays uh, The new Ghostbusters Afterlife Has been delayed to June 2021 Moving uh, It was coming out in March So we're already getting delays Of movies that are supposed to be coming out next year They're already getting pushed back um, So yeah It's moving from March to June of next year um, Candyman also was supposed to be coming out in March, but now it's mo- delayed to an unspecified time in summer of next year. Um, <laughs> Legally Blonde 3 has been delayed to May 2022, Jimmy. Which actually, that Legally Blonde 3 is like interesting because that movie was supposed to come out in like June of this year, but like it came and nothing came of it. Like noth- no one heard anything about it and they hadn't even filmed it yet. They just hadn't announced that it wasn't coming out in june <laughs> it was weird uh as a big legally blonde fan i know put this that thing. sucker on disney plus or wherever <laughs> um and then uh, the other one i don't know if you've seen the original of this movie but i just saw it um don't breathe did you see that movie no i didn't okay don't breathe 2 is now coming out in august 2021 i didn't see what the original release for that was don't but. cough <laughs> <laughs> don't don't cough yeah or it's just breathe. Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't breathe. Yeah. Um, Don't breathe the sequel. You're dead because you didn't breathe. Yeah. Or you're alive because you didn't breathe. Because that's probably the plot. <laughs> Was that a good first, movie? Apparently the first one's good. Had a good trailer. Yeah. I remember being Before like, The Conjuring 2. Oh. How do I know that? I don't know. It's got the guy who played Sully in that short film. Oh, really? Yeah, it's that the guy. The Uncharted short film? Yeah. The guy who probably should play Sully? Yeah, it's that <laughs> guy. It's, it's the... Matt Damon? It's the... Uh, no, Nathan Fillion. Huh? Wait, what, are you, what did you say? I said 
instead of Matt Damon? It's Mark Wahlberg. His Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were saying him and like Nathan Fillion as in in the short film, but no, I get what you're saying. Okay. No, the Mark uh, Wahlberg, Matt Damon. What's the they're the same people. (laughs) Um, he was also the bad guy in Avatar. Which which avatar? The the blue people avatar. The blue one. Yeah. The one that made a lot of money. Yeah, the one with one. the four sequels coming out every other year to complement a Star Wars movie that still is what is the Star Wars movie? Yeah. Will we Bad see avatar. any of these movies? Who knows? Anyway, <laughs> that was a big tangent to go off of Don't Breathe <laughs> 2, which neither of us have seen the first one of. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so delays, I mean, uh, I'll give, I, most of these I don't care too much about, so whatever, Bergeron. Uh, yes, Bergeron. I'm probably most Just excited about Candyman. I think this week would have been Spiral, I think. It would have been the original release date, and then they moved it up, and then they moved it back a year. Oh, so, so we're at the second time where we're like, damn, it could have been Spiral. Come on. I think it was this week, because I, th- I think it was going to be like a birthday present to me. Oh, okay. From Hollywood. <laughs> um, yeah. On the n- next bit of news, though, Uncharted movie. Did you see Tom Holland? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tom Holland uh, had a first kind of look at what he's going to look like as Nathan Drake in Uncharted. He's looks, got the look. Yeah, looks good. You got the Henley. Got the pants. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's convincing. I it buy is. it. Yeah. Uh, apparently, though... It's done filming, or at least Tom Holland's done with all of his filming. So, like, really? this might actually be coming out. <laughs> <laughs> what comes out first, this movie or, or James Bond? Probably James Probably Bond. Probably James Bond. I didn't write this in the notes, but, uh, like, there was a lot of hubbub this week that apparently J- the the people who, I don't know who owns James Bond. Paramount? Is it Paramount? Okay. Maybe. Apparently Paramount was looking at They own selling- Mission Impossible. Would they own both? I don't know. Do they have a monopoly over the international spy thrillers? Maybe. With one being a lot better than the other one? Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, there's like a big hubbub this week about Paramount or whoever owns James Bond that they were going to try to sell it to a streaming service. Maybe it's Universal. Who cares? Yeah, I don't know. But I, I also, the, that I think was a strong rumor that I'm not sure if it's had any confirmation yet. So maybe we'll see. I doubt it. Bond makes so much money though. Even if it's bad, it makes a lot of money. It does. People know the name James Bond. They're like, Hey, I'll go see it. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not good. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so uncharted Broca. Yes. Broca. Uh, next up, this one's, uh, this one had me kind of like angry. A little bit. Uh, the Snyder Cut. Did you hear Snyder Cut news? I, I did hear this. <laughs> so apparently, um, of all things that they're bringing back for the Snyder Cut, they're bringing back Jared Leto as the Joker for the Snyder Cut. Was Justice Cut. League even out yet? When Or was Suicide Squad out? Before? Yeah, yeah, it was. But apparently, from what I was reading, and I kind of was verifying this in multiple articles, um... Like Jared Leto wasn't a part of the original Justice, like even Snyder's original vision for no, the movie. Now it's just Snyder's <laughs> fan fiction dream yeah. thing that he never intended, but now I'm gonna do. Yeah, exactly. Cut. And now that it's it's gonna be a mini series, right? It's gonna yeah, be like four, four episodes. episodes. And, yeah, so know. now you can just add whatever he wants. <laughs> Make the thing four hours. This is long. not going to be cohesive. No. 
And I mean, it's even so worse. So is it just Suicide Squad footage that they cut that he's just... No, he's there? filming new stuff for it. Oh my gosh. They're they're bringing him back to do reshoots. That's going to hurt yeah. really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, I mean, especially after getting like Joker last year, like, geez, we don't need this. <laughs> why, why are they bringing back like the most universally hated part of these <laughs> movies? I don't get It's like them bringing back Electro for <laughs> Spider-Man 3. I don't get it. Electro um, should be in the Snyder Cut. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, in there. what are you going to do with him? Yeah. Like, what You don't just have the Joker be like this random side character who pops in for like two minutes. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Like, what are they going to do? I mean, maybe Batman at the beginning of the movie will throw think, him in I jail. wonder if it'll be like if it'll be a flashback when he looks at like Robin's suit or whatever. Maybe. And it's like, ha, 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 And, um. <laughs> Wait, doesn't he look at Robin's suit in Batman v Superman? Is that Batman I v Superman? I think so. Okay. Well, maybe he can look at it again because <laughs> he's so traumatized. He's so sad about Robin. Sad like, Bring it back. <laughs> I'll give it a up. I mean, I want to say Bombadil, but I'll give him a birch run. I'm going to give it a Bombadil. Don't want to see this. And then the other bit, which I don't care about as much, but I figured I'd mention is Joe Manganiello. I don't know how to say his name. He was Flash Thompson in the original Spider-Man movies. But anyway, he's going to be returning as Deathstroke <laughs> after his like two seconds yes. at the end of Justice League. Brokaw. Yeah, Brokaw for that. <laughs> And I think he's filming new stuff too. So I like Deathstroke. I do like Deathstroke. We Is never he really in the like post credits of Justice League. Yeah. Okay. He was there, and then Lex Luthor's like, "Get a league of our own." You remember he's, that? He's a league of our. <laughs> it's like, and then they play baseball. No, that, that is what he says. He's like, "We've got to assemble a league of our own." He says that to Deathstroke, <laughs> and then they just play baseball. <laughs> um, there's no crying in the Justice League. Tom Hanks. Yep, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> Won't be the last time we mention Tom Hanks today. Oh, anyway. a little preview. <laughs> anyway, on to the next bit. Uh, Fast and Furious. Do you hear the Fast and Furious news this week, Jimmy? No. Uh, so the franchise will be ending after 10 and 11. <laughs> Why stop at 11? I don't know. <laughs> Why not just go F12 and hit all the function keys? Oh, that'd be good. But no, uh, yeah, it's apparently ending after 11. It's a, 10 and 11 are going to be a two-parter, which is confusing to me because I thought 9 and 10 were supposed to be two-parters because they were filmed like back to back. Yeah, it's maybe a it's a trilogy. Um, but now we got to like speculate. Is there going to be space? Is there going to be time travel? You know like, what, Holden? I'm starting to get a sense from having not seen any, but just <laughs> from the trailers, that they didn't have a plan <laughs> For the later Fast and the Fu- they didn't have the whole thing laid out before yeah. they started. It kind of seems that way. Like, I don't. That's pretty I, unprofessional. I kind of. I Why hate, would you sit down? I hate to this- speculate that they were at they were at Fast Five and they didn't know what they were going to be doing in, fa- in F9. I yeah. hate to think that. But, but like, it might be true. I think that's the way it is. They didn't know what they were going to do with Hobbs and Shaw. So, therefore. All of them are bad. Actually, they had Hobbs and Shaw planned out from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> the one I've seen. Yeah, right. Hobbs and Shaw. Um, Paid $10 for that. <laughs> worth we'll it. Never get that back. Uh, I am still planning on watching all of these movies before the ninth one comes out. <laughs> <laughs> the, f- the first few have 
got to not age very well. No, there's no. I've way. heard they're pretty bad, but like I think it's five that starts it. It's like fun <laughs> then, so I'll have to just make my way through four of them that are unbearable <laughs> to get to five. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll give this a Bergeron. I, uh, sure, Bergeron. <laughs> I guess. Uh, last bit of movie news. Do have do have a bit of gaming news, but uh, there. I don't know if we had talked about this before. I didn't remember this happening, so maybe we didn't, or maybe I just don't remember. Uh, there is a new Texas Chainsaw movie coming out. Did I mention this? Uh, maybe I don't know. Okay. Uh, new it's Texas- probably been five years, so they got to make another one. Yeah. Well, I, I think. When was the, I think the last one came out 2017, so not even <laughs> not three years. Even. Um, but anyway, it's coming out next year in 2021. Uh, and it's apparently going to be in canon with the original film, kind of in the way that, you know, every other horror movie is doing it ever since Halloween was successful, Mm. uh, where they just forget all of the bad sequels and then just go back to the only good one. Um, so we'll see if it's good. Uh, the, uh, this is kind of the official statement they said about it was the new film, uh, a continuation of Toby Hooper's shocking 1974 seminal horror classic marks the return of Leatherface, reintroducing one of the most iconic villains of the horror genre to a new whole, gen- a whole new generation. I wonder, yeah. I mean, is it going to be back on the farm or? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't, I would guess it's probably back on the farm probably more it's probably gonna be like a retread where more people are like oh hey a farm (laughs) let's check it out and then they see all the lamps made out of human skin and stuff yeah trying to remember had they did they just stumble on it yeah pretty much because they they go to that they're just stop at the one where are they even going again it was like a friend's cabin or something like that yeah and then they like it was just like a neighboring house like and they're just walking around right off the property. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I think two of them or one of them went out for a walk or something, and then like found the house. Yeah, or were they looking for water or, or power? I can't remember. Power. I think they went over to ask for something. They Maybe were looking asking for or gas. gas. I think it was gas, okay. and they heard like a power generator. Oh, that's right. Okay, right. I think that's what it is. We walked our way through it. I think you're right. <laughs> I don't, there's a that is a slow burn of a movie. Yeah, it's quite a lot of movie before you even see. It's like Love 35 it. or 40 minutes, yeah. like out of the 75 minute movie that before you see anything happen. Yeah. So it's. I don't think it's as good as people say it is. I'm sorry. I love it. You love it. I love it. I, I think like it's the one ending of my favorite of horror movies. I mean, it's considered like in the 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 top five. Yeah, maybe like top three for a I lot of people. So controversial opinion i might like it more than the original halloween oh yeah i maybe would go there i don't think <laughs> i mean halloween's fine i guess it's <laughs> not scary today though no it's not not at all i mean it's not even really that disturbing whereas texas chainsaw massacre is still pretty disturbing yeah it is when he gets so. conked in the head with a hammer <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, I mean, I'll, if it's a good movie, I'm excited for it. I'll give it a Brokaw because I don't think I've given out very many Brokaws. So, Bertrand, I mean, it probably won't be good, but I. You That's true. Hoping. Here's hoping. Uh, and then the only bit of gaming news. This is actually kind of. I think this was occurring maybe over the last few weeks, but I think enough has accumulated where I just want to talk about it a bit. Like the whole Oculus Facebook stuff. Have you been seeing this at all? 
Well, I just There's, know that I don't know if this is the news, but like I know you have to like create a Facebook account or something. Yeah, that's part of it. There's like been, been this whole controversy ever since the Quest Two was released, like however long ago that was. Um, so Oculus accounts made for the Quest Two have to be connected to Facebook, which people don't like in and of itself. Um, older models won't require it yet, but apparently Oculus accounts that aren't connected to Facebook by 2023 will be discarded. So, I mean, you have time to give in to Facebook, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Mark Zuckerberg's just like, surrender. <laughs> <laughs> but but the problem with this is there have been a lot of problems with like connecting these two accounts together. So like people that have been connecting their Facebook accounts to Oculus like some people have been like completely locked out of their headset. Like it doesn't like for some reason the face, it doesn't like the Facebook account and then the headset just doesn't work. <laughs> it just doesn't work at all. <laughs> like, And I don't know well, that it works as like a blindfold when you're trying to sleep. Yeah, it does that. <laughs> like nothing else as a VR headset. No, it does not. <laughs> And apparently also the sometimes connecting it will get you perma banned from Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. That's not too bad. Oculus Quest 2. It's a blindfold. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. The Oculus Quest 2 looks so cool, but like it's it's things like this that I'm like, man, I feel bad for anyone who bought this right away. Um, and then the other big thing about the Oculus is apparently if you delete your Facebook account now, you lose all of your Oculus games. <laughs> so if you don't want to lose all that money that you spent on your games, you better keep, her on your, <laughs> better keep her on your Facebook account. Jesus. Yeah. So that's kind of the... What a bunch of zuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That's. <laughs> I just imagine Mark Zuckerberg with a very slimy tongue. I do too. Have you have you seen the video of him talking about like about like barbecue sauce? No. He's like, oh, a sweet baby Ray's. He's like obsessed with sweet baby Ray's sauce, and he like talks about this. Like, I think he's making ribs, and he keeps talking about, oh, you got to make it with sweet baby Ray's. Got to make the ribs with sweet baby Ray's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, that's kind of that. That's a bombadil. That is a bombadil. Get your act together, Facebook slash Oculus. Uh, That's it for Tom's this week, though. All right, Holden, ready to review Borat subsequent movie film? High five! All right. Uh-oh. Hold on, I've been waiting so long for this movie to come out. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's been what two weeks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Uh, wow. Wow. We, wow. Uh, oh, yeah, we were on the same page there. <laughs> um. So yeah, as someone who enjoyed the first one moderately, man, was I excited for the second one. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat, <laughs> as uh, as someone who thinks the first one is maybe one of the funniest movies he's ever seen, I was really excited for this movie. Um, bit of a recap. I you know I feel I feel pretty proud that I acted on the rumor of the. It was a very vague rumor in August when people were like, hey, "Is this Borat being filmed?" And then I talked about it on the podcast, and I just kept talking. You were about doing it. great at reporting I, someone else's journalism. Exactly right. Just oh. relaying it, <laughs> rehashing it. <laughs> um, 
but I it is uh, yeah. So basically, we've been kind of talking about rumors since like August of Borat two. Um, and it's mostly been me talking at you about Borat two. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> then it was announced like officially last month that uh, we were getting Borat two on Amazon Prime, and then of course we just reviewed it two weeks ago, and here we are. Before the election, fresh before the election, got Borat 2. I wonder how much this movie changed while they were making it. I think, like, a decent amount. It had to have. So, I mean, like, very minor spoilers, I guess. But the movie starts before COVID happens. Yeah. And then COVID is, like, like COVID is, like, a half of the movie. Yeah. It takes place during COVID. So, it's it is incredible to me, like... I don't know. It's just weird. That, like, turn in the movie is so weird. And it's even weirder how it affects, like, like you see a character that isn't Borat. You see you, there's uh, one character you meet or they meet in the movie that they talk to both before and after COVID kind of becomes a thing. And it's it's just interesting. Well, I'll talk about that in spoilers. Okay. But, um, yeah, I didn't like this one as much as the first um, and I'll get into that. I could probably get into that in non-spoilers a little bit, but I still thought it was pretty funny, especially for like what it is, you know, and especially being made in like a relatively short amount of time. Um, unlike the first one, which I think was made over a fairly lengthy amount of time. Um, yeah, I don't know. Jimmy, what about you? I just don't think this one's as important as the first one. No, it's like, yeah, I know all these things exist because we literally see them all the time yeah. now. Whereas the the first one, it's like I could see people in 2006 being like, oh, I didn't realize people still thought this way. Mm-hmm. But now that it's so much more at the, the forefront or just like social media, I think it's just we can see it way more. Just it's way more prevalent now in media. It's like, oh, I, I knew people thought this way. Yeah. So I wasn't as surprising. Sure. Um, I guess I'll, I'll give a quick recap about what it is. Uh, so Borat, famous uh, Kazaki, number four Kazaki journalist, um, he uh, has been in jail <laughs> for ever since the first Borat movie came out uh, just because the, the movie brought great shame upon the country of Kazakhstan. Um, and he's sent back to America to uh, basically give an offering to... Uh, higher up they they're going for michael pence uh higher up in in america so then kazakhstan can be like have good relations with them basically um and then the movie just kind of keeps going from there um but kind of going based off, off of what you said already i think one of the my biggest problems with this movie is that like the first and the first movie like the jokes and themes are very well, I think the jokes are based off of like very broad themes that are applicable even today to an extent. Meanwhile, I think a lot of the jokes in this movie are very much based off of current events. So I do not think it will age. I don't think it'll be as funny in 10 years as maybe Borat is now. Yeah. Or it's just relevant. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I mean, like coronavirus stuff, um, Trump stuff. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like a lot of it's like, oh, I've already heard a lot of this mm-hmm. just kind of like slow to the punchline and stuff. And I mean, even like one of the one of the jokes at the end or one of the reveals, it's like, oh, well, this would have been funnier if like someone hadn't 
already done it and someone had already done it. I mean, they didn't know someone had done it, but so, yeah, which we can talk about in spoilers. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. This one felt more scripted. Yeah, I think it was. I don't. It's hard for well, I mean, there's definitely more scripted bits because I mean, they're not. Bo- it doesn't seem bo- like they're interacting with as many people. Yeah, real people. It's it's a lot of Borat and his daughter talking um, together in the movie, um, and those parts are obviously scripted. But it, it makes me wonder how much of the unscripted bits had influence on the scripted bits because I mean that's kind of what happened in the first movie. Like the movie kind of just formed around what the like the jokes how they went and the interviews how those went i don't know how much how i was i was thinking that too because there's like one very specific thing that i'm like how did they plan that did like they scout that beforehand and know that like yeah we can talk about it in spoilers yeah yeah I don't, yeah, I don't know. And I, there wasn't as much online about the production of it yet since it's so new. Yeah. So it's hard to know exactly what was real and what wasn't More real and more will be what, coming out yeah. about it over time, I'm sure. But, yeah. um, I did, you know, the, okay, so one thing I did like about this movie is it has it has heart in it. And I think it works pretty well, which surprised me. Yeah. I, I was like, for me, like the relationship between Borat and his daughter, I mean, it's very offensive and like mean at first, but it grows into something pretty good, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, It's got some good themes that that, uh, apply at the end of the movie. It's not just like, it's not just joking and mean like the first one is. It's got some more positive stuff in it too, which, Mm -hmm. you know, I think is good. I don't think it really detracts from the nature of Borat either. Yeah, this one didn't seem as offen- like offensive. Yeah. Or I mean it was still as offensive, but like it wasn't like offen- as offensive just for like the sake of it. Yeah. I guess this time. But it wasn't any funnier or better though. Like it wasn't as Yeah, just like the the message of, or the, the the themes weren't as nuanced. There it just wasn't as new. Yeah. As the first one. I, it, didn't, it didn't really bring something to light that was like, oh, this is a huge insight that I didn't have before watching this movie. Yeah, which is kind of unfortunate because, I mean, there's I mean, there's a couple big things we'll talk about in spoilers. But like w- before this was this came out, this had been screened like way back in August or something like that for certain people. And so you'd see things online of like celebrities who had seen it or critics who had seen it and they were like oh man this is gonna like this is gonna change stuff this is like insane and i think they were referring to a couple specific moments in the movie that are not good but also not surprising no so i like it wasn't it wasn't anything revolutionary yeah like it yeah. wasn't as revealing as I think it wanted to be, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, it didn't, I mean, I don't know. Um, I, I I think probably my biggest problem with the movie is just I I can't deny that I didn't laugh as hard in this movie. And I, I mean, comedy is all subjective, but if one comedy makes me laugh more than another, then I'm going to like that, com- that one comedy that made me laugh more. Um, and so I, I just didn't. Like the first one, the first time I watched it, I was like 
crying. <laughs> I was in hysterics. And I know you weren't necessarily the same way, but like that movie kills me every time I watch it. And this yeah. movie was not the same way. Yeah. Had some very, I, I laughed out loud a few times in this movie and got some solid chuckles too, but. Yeah. Like it, for me, it's like one I don't have to watch again. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen it. It's very relevant to today, but like you said, I don't think it's really going to hold its relevance that yeah. much. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm just curious more to find out the, about the product. I just think the honestly the production of it's more interesting than the actual movie. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, I'd love to see the making of Borat. That would be pretty cool if more they did than that actually dude. Borat. I mean, I wonder. I mean. You would think maybe they'd be able to do some sort of like mini, like throw together some documentary with behind the scenes footage for this. I would think they probably film almost everything. So like, I don't know why you wouldn't. So like, I'm guessing they just film a bunch of stuff, go back to a hotel and like debrief and like, okay, where does the story go now? It'd be really interesting to watch those conversations. Exactly. Or deleted stuff or things that, you know, go wrong or what they thought, what the initial plan for the movie was, how it changed. Yeah. To me, that's way more interesting than what actually happens in this movie. Um, I think the two main performances are very good, as always. Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen and um, Maria Bakalova. Is that it? Yeah, Maria Bakalova. She, she was, was really good. She was good. I was I was kind of worried she'd be like annoying. <laughs> I'm always worried, like in movies like this where they add like another funny character. I'm like, oh, is this gonna be gonna detract from it? But no, she was really good. Very funny. Yeah. Um Yeah. The music is done by Sasha Baron Cohen's sister, just like I think sister, just like in the first movie. Sibling of some sort. I don't think the the candid interviews were as interesting this time oh, either. Brother, my bad. What? I don't think the uh candid interviews were as interesting this time either. Yeah. I I didn't think Okay, I did one thing I did like about this movie, and I'll get back to what you were saying in just a second. I do think this movie was paced better. At least I thought I do so. too. Yeah, even it, though it's twenty minutes longer, like I didn't feel, it didn't as, feel long. as long. Yeah, but it still was like okay, getting to the end of this now. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I I agree with you. I think like especially the first thirty minutes or so, I didn't. I thought most of the interviews then were pretty... I didn't think they were very funny. Mm -hmm. I didn't think the first 30 minutes was that funny at all anyway. Like, I didn't think it was until, well, 30 minutes in that it got good at all. Yeah, I agree. Um, Which, I mean, yeah, I guess if you use your weak stuff first, maybe that's that's better. Save the good stuff for later. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Ready to give a rating, maybe? Yeah. Go, I'll go seven and a half. Yeah, that's where it I'm at. A, it was so, a good time. You know, if you like the first one, you'll like this one. But um, it, I don't think it's like going to change people's minds before the election. No. Like he <laughs> wanted to. Uh, and it, yeah, it just it's not going to. I mean, it, it's the sequel. So especially yeah. for like a film, be like making a sequel to Pulp Fiction. You're not going to outdo. <laughs> you're not going to out yeah. Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction, like no matter what you do. Yeah. So. You're not going to sway and it's not going to sway anyone. I mean, you already people already like like throw this away as like left-leaning propaganda online if you if you look up anything about it. So like 
I mean, it kind. Of, I mean, it is. It kind is kind of. Is, I like, mean, I mean, Sasha Baron Cohen is very democratic. Like he's he's not he's not secretive about it at all. Yeah. No. Like it's if you if you're conservative, this movie's. If I mean, not even necessarily conservative, but like if you're pro Donald Trump, this movie's gonna offend you. Yeah. So. Yep. So I mean, I don't. I don't revel in, in in making fun of Donald Trump all that much as other people. So like whatever. Yeah. That's not like a, it's like a like some people just like love to roast Donald Trump. I'm like, OK, whatever. <laughs> it's kind of a done thing. It's everyone's like, done it. People have been doing it for like five years now. Yeah. I kind of kind of heard all the it. jokes. So, yeah. Um, Kofefe. We get it. Kofefe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so let's move on to spoilers, eh? Yeah. All right, so spoilers for this movie. We can talk about the bits, the pranks, the, the things in it. I did like the dramatic irony of the, like the, the abortion talk. <laughs> like it was, it was like a, I don't know. It was like a family planning center. Oh yeah, thing or or some sort of like women's place, um, maybe in a, I don't know, in a in a I don't know, but like with some doctor who's a pro life doctor. I'm guessing it's some sort of maybe he's it's like, like a he was like a priest. I thought. I think it's some. Maybe I was a know. priest doctor. I don't know. I don't know. He was a priest. I thought he was. Maybe I'm. I could be completely I wrong. There. I thought it was just like a, a clinic where like it's like you go if you have like an unwanted pregnancy and then they talk you talk to you about like adoption and like other options. Sure. Outside of abortion, but I thought like the whole dramatic irony of like it's not actually an unwanted baby. It's yeah. Just this little plastic <laughs> figurine. But I did. I thought that whole scene was pretty funny. Um. Yeah, and I mean it, it got it got gross and weird, but only because only because the other person didn't understand like what was happening. Uh huh. Yeah, it was pretty. I good. thought that guy handled it pretty well, though. Yeah. For for like the situation of like I put the baby in, in her and I, your <laughs> father. I think he's like okay, well. How we got to this moment, we're not going to worry about right now. I wrote that down in my notes. I'm like, why is he so like <laughs> okay with this? I don't think he is. I think it's like what I think he was very focused on the baby. Sure. And then it's like, then we'll get this guy in jail. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that, yeah, I kind of felt bad for him being put on the spot like that. I just, eh. Whatever. I don't know. I, for some of the people in this, like, <laughs> the cake lady who just writes yeah. Jews will not uh, replace Jews us. will not replace us yeah she's just like okay I'm like oh my gosh no I that's I like that in the first movie and I do like that in this movie where people are just like <laughs> it shows just people going along with stuff and like I mean I don't think that necessarily says anything against them as a person but just they're like they're like okay I, I don't like the, with the camera there. I mean, how would you not know something is up at that point, though? I don't. See, that's what I don't understand, especially for like this movie, because like, wouldn't you get it at this point? Like, even if you don't know who Borat is, there's so many other exam like ripoffs or like things that have followed in that footstep since. Like, I don't know how you wouldn't get it. Yeah. 
Also, the like the whole baby shtick. Did they just make up? Because I mean, it was part of the cupcake at the store. Yeah. Did they have someone scout the cupcake and be like, "Oh, we could go with this route." And well, that's what I'm, maybe I maybe they talked because the they, the lady would have had to known that the camera people would be there. Otherwise, it's like, why is there a camera here? Well, my my guess is what happened is maybe they saw the clinic and then they're like, "All right, we want to do a bit with this clinic." And then I don't know. They might. They're probably. I don't. I don't know. I, there's something. I mean, they could have gone somewhere else for the clinic, though, because I'm think I feel like they saw the baby on the thing. And they're like, "Oh, if she swallows the baby, and the baby's in yeah, the maybe that could be." And then they're like, "I I just feel like this would be funnier if the cameras were hidden, you know, because then you'd actually get a lot more genuine, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> genuine response, um, rather than like a cameraman. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be difficult, but I I agree with you. I get what you're saying. And the 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 legality of some of that stuff, I'm sure, changes. Yeah. So in terms of like consent to be in a movie and all that. Yeah, because I think they just trick, that depends on the state. Like, I think they trick people into consenting into. Yeah. <laughs> um, they probably can only do this in certain states because I think cert- like I don't know if this falls under under like the audio recording kind of jurisdiction where like in South Dakota. Only one person needs to be aware that one person in a conversation needs to be aware that there's an audio recording. So you can just record someone legally in South Dakota. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, we're doing a podcast? Oh, yeah, yeah. See, that's because we're in South Dakota. I didn't know we were recording. We've been (laughs) recording these every time we get together. Yeah, and then I hand them to you to edit. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought this was a project you did with with another friend. Yeah. (laughs) He talks like me and has my same opinions. Um, other, I mean, we got to talk about the Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. Okay. I feel like they, I feel like they probably manipulated it to look a little worse than it is. But also, why are you going into the back room and sitting on a bed with a young woman that, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, politics aside, I have little doubt that it would have gone farther if he if they hadn't been cut short it's like very weird i mean it's not like i don't know i don't think, I, don't think I would have gone i don't think i'd go that far to say that oh i have no doubt that things would have gone farther okay but I, I'm I, like, I shouldn't say that but i would i'm like oh rudy giuliani's if i mean pervert or not i don't <laughs> i don't really care i don't have that high regard for rudy giuliani yeah. to begin with so well, and that's like strange because I mean that's like the moment that everyone's like talking about, and I'm just like, I mean yeah, it's it's weird, but like I don't know, like it's not as weird as not as weird as what's American. the <laughs> the guy whose name was Wiener who sent <laughs> Wiener pics, uh, Alfred Wiener or so whatever his name was. Oh yeah, the, that was fun. That's funny. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> not funny, but funny. <laughs> yeah i uh yeah i don't know that bit's it's it's whatever it's like, I'm like the climax oh, of the movie yeah but it's like you made this movie to change people's minds whose minds are you changing no there literally was a recording of donald trump saying he grabbed women by their crotches yeah and people he still got elected uh, like a month before the like wh- whose mind are you gonna change at this point yeah no and i mean it's I mean, because anyone who already like is like likes Rudy Giuliani or uh, like that, they're going to look at that footage and be like, oh, well, you know, he's tucking his shirt in. That's what they're already saying. Like it's which he may have been. He may have been. 
I, yeah, so I, <laughs> that, that footage does not give anything to, like, sway anyone's opinion. No. I, I don't look at Rudy Giuliani <laughs> differently now than I no. did then. So, what, I'm like, okay, like, whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> also, how did he not know anything was up? They, the bedroom had the bedroom the cameras were hidden I, I and I didn't catch that until I watched it a second time because I was kind of like that's kind of weird that he's just being like but yeah the cameras were hidden in the bedroom yeah I don't um yeah um are there other bits you want to I can go through my notes or else I mean like the COVID protest thing that's pretty good I yeah. thought that was kind of funny. I thought the song he was singing was pretty funny. Yeah. So the his friends are real, right? The the two I people he so. stays with. How did that happen? I so I don't know because I was wondering if they were in on it, but the, it didn't seem that way. Like to me, they seemed like well, I, if they didn't know, okay, let's say they don't know who Borat is. They're told it's this guy, this journalist from Kazakhstan or some other country. And uh, is over and uh, they're filming this documentary or whatever. And so they're filming them and then they probably just go along with, like, if he asks them to go with, they just go with him. I don't know. I th- I think they're, I don't think they're scripted in. I think they're very real. I don't know. You haven't really found anything about them. Mm-hmm. They're a fairly significant part of the movie. Yeah. Um. And I like the role they play, honestly. I thought they were like, I mean, they say some bad things, but I thought they were like at the rally. They were kind of funny because they're like, oh my gosh, he's really going up there to do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> look at him up there. He's singing it. And obviously they're the ones who wrote the song, so that's not good either. But um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, that, I guess the other thing about this is that it's still in the South Mm-hmm. The the vast majority of this movie, so they don't make it as clear as to where they are in this movie. I don't think, do they? Or am I just dumb? Because I never because like in the first movie it does like the whole map gimmick where like whenever they move location it shows where they're going to. But I don't think they do that in this movie. So I well he starts in Texas and he's in Texas for a long time, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I don't remember. Oh. Everybody has a southern accent. Okay. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Going back to the Rudy Giuliani bit, though, what I did find interesting about that, more so than the actual interview, I was like, was he actually, lo- like, did he have to, like, sneak into the hotel? For? Because uh, Borat, do you, like, do you, like, remember, because he, like, comes into the lobby when he's, like, running in to stop his daughter or whatever, and he gets stopped by, like, Julia, I think, I suppose it's supposed to be Giuliani's security in the lobby, and he's like, hey, you can't, like, do, you can't go this way. And then he, like, sneaks, he sneaks in a back room. I don't really know what he does, but that's how he gets up into that Yeah, area. I don't know if they stage that stuff afterwards, maybe. It, very, it, it could be. Because otherwise, I'm like... If he actually snuck in, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, how did he get into that room without them noticing yeah. he's in the closet? I don't know. Well, he was the sound guy, so maybe he was like, I'm the sound guy. Then he that's true. Oh, yeah, so I'm guessing the stuff where he's running in the lobby, that was probably staged after. Yeah, I would okay. think so. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Yeah, I don't know. 
uh, other parts, Holden, with your notes that you want to go through? I did want to bring up, there is noticeably less time. I don't know if any of it was filmed in Kazakhstan. Do you think any of it actually was? They didn't film any of the first one in Kazakhstan. I thought, wasn't it? No, it was Romania. Oh, it was Romania. Well, regardless. Was it the same village? Because they were mad the first time. Yeah, that's what. So, I don't know. Well, that's what I was. similar. That's what I was getting to because I was like, they spent noticeably less time with the people of the village than in the first movie because they, I assume, just because they got mad. But I also, yeah, I don't know if it's the same people. It looks the same. It does. So, maybe they, I mean, they could have recreated it, but. I bet it, I his neighbor Tuliakbai looked the same. Also, that must have been all pre-COVID and stuff. All that, yeah, because there's a lot of people. Interesting. It did stand out when Mike Pence was like, "We have had one new coronavirus yeah, case in the last I, week. I We're prepared for everything." I was like, "That doesn't age well." I thought that was I, I intentional or not. I thought that was a funny addition into the movie because i was like oh yeah (laughs) it just shows how far we've gone (laughs) since then and justin trudeau wearing blackface i also wrote that down yeah like now we now they allow more africans to become (laughs) into their politics (laughs) they show a picture of justin trudeau in blackface yeah (laughs) um so it's nice that they get a little dig on on both sides there yeah not just not just the one side, <laughs> but mainly the one side. Um, I like when he meet when he meets his daughter for the first time. He's like, "You're 15. You're the oldest unmarried woman in Kazakhstan." <laughs> I yeah. thought that was funny. Um, I thought the way that they worked Borat into being well known was pretty good. Yeah, I thought that. I mean, that's pro- that's probably what they had to do. But I was like, yeah, that's because they they have that whole segment towards the beginning where he's getting recognized on the street. <laughs> he's like holding his jacket up, running away. Mm-hmm. Thought yeah. that was pretty good. Yeah, no, that that was a clever decision and a necessary decision. Yeah. Um. I oh I I should have mentioned this in my um in the non spoiler section. I I'm you know. As much as I love his catchphrases, I think they might have overdone it in this movie a bit. Yeah, they were kind of catering to the audience. Yeah. Although I did appreciate the high fives. Yeah, that was pretty good. But I felt like like Wawa Weewa was only actually used like two times in the original movie. It's really not in the movie that much. And then this Is one, it even two times? Maybe not. Maybe it's just once. But I, I felt like they used it as the punchline to yeah. a joke several times in this movie. And it felt... I don't know. It was that kind of nostalgia for the original, which I didn't think really served any purpose other than wink, wink at the audience. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, oh, the Instagram influencer. That was oh. like, that was cringe. Yeah. I was like, I, and the whole, like, um, that was the part I thought was the least interesting. And then they go to that dance whatever yeah. thing oh yeah the debutante the ball. debutante ball that was not even funny no what it wasn't it, no there was like i did write a couple notes down about the ball well first of all i just think debutante balls it's weird they still exist yeah that's <laughs> like, really weird that's uh mm, i where where did i put it that in? one guy who's like 
five hundred dollars. Yeah, five hundred. And then his daughter's like, "You're gross." <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny. There was also the the one other guy at the ball who was like, "Pretty women, just what we like to see down here in the south." Yeah. I'm like, God. <laughs> yeah. Um. I liked his ni- I liked a couple of his nicknames like when he calls himself John Chevrolet. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Um I thought I did I kind of mentioned this in non-spoiler but I thought the feminism message was pretty good. Cleverly put in the movie. I thought it was it was nice. Very nice. Um <laughs> I like when they're in the cake shop and Borat Borat's like no, it's illegal to give you a treat. <laughs> <laughs> the officials, we got eye. Yeah. <laughs> I uh I kind of the notebook was kind of funny sometimes. I, I thought, thought it was like the jokes were so predictable. I like I mean just in terms of like it's like a um you know, oppressive against women and then it's just like the most yeah. oppressive thing against women and stuff. Yeah. I was just like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, I, th- <laughs> I thought the whole Holocaust bit was pretty funny. Like the Holocaust didn't happen. I'm on Facebook now. It's not true. Yeah, the whole book's not true. Good. And then he I, goes to <laughs> the synagogue and finds out the Holocaust is real. Which I the synagogue bit I think is one of my favorite parts of the movie. The so the the Holocaust survivor is in on it, or I don't know if she's in on it, but she gave the okay for. She did that, not. Yeah, she did. After she saw the movie, she or after they, she didn't. After like, no, she did, but her estate doesn't like it because she died. She died, but she her she changed her mind after she, she thought it was one thing, but then, when they said more about it or whatever, then she changed her mind about it and she didn't want it. When I was reading up on it, are you sure? I mean, I can pull it up again, but. Okay. Well, anyway, but her estate definitely doesn't want it. Yeah, her estate doesn't that. like it. I mean, I thought that bit. I liked that bit in the movie. Um, I thought that was one of the better parts of the movie. Yeah, she was very sweet. She was very nice. She said, "Make love, not war," and I was like, "That's nice." What's some, that? <laughs> some truck is driving out in the parking lot. I something. bet you guys heard that on the podcast. Maybe not, though. Maybe not. You're probably just going crazy <laughs> we have to talk about the tom hanks cameo that was pretty funny oh yeah just coughing well, on him <laughs> that was pretty yeah tom hanks is on an obvious green screen australia that was pretty funny um but the the synagogue bit i mean he goes in he dresses up as what he thinks a jew looks like and yeah and then he learns the holocaust was actually real and he gets excited but i mean more uh, he he kind of like he learns is taught that you know Jews are are good and aren't they're not just like the devil like he thought they were. So yeah, it says that he broke character to tell her that it wasn't actually like real. But then I I think it was in a different part. Development. I, yeah, because I. At least, I mean, I know he's a lot more okay with just doing whatever, but I've, if I was in his situation, I would have to go into that synagogue beforehand and be like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to do this because it's so offensive. Let me, where is it here? The joke where he's like, I decided to go to a, a synagogue to wait out the next mass shooting. <laughs> Jeez. 
Why can I not find it? Oh, Maybe. wait. You find it? No, not plot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. See, I, I was just saying that she had given her consent. All right. Okay, so this is according to Wikipedia here. The film's creator, creators, I mean, this could have been changed, too, since I read it. The film's creators were sued for fraud after including an interview with Holocaust survivor Judith Dim Evans. Evans died before the film's release, but her heirs, her heirs brought the lawsuit um, alleging that she did not consent to the commercial use of her likeness in the film. Baron Cohen revealed that he broke character to reveal to Evans that the piece was a bit to reduce her concern about the anti-Semitic comments that Bor- Borat makes. I think this has been changed because I could have sworn there was more oh, okay. written well, in there than... Oh, maybe that was a different... Maybe that was like in the different article. So I guess, I guess it's the it's the family's word against, you know, the against Sasha's, but like, whatever. It is what it is. Um... What else? Oh, okay. So I did want to mention. So you got the Mike, the Mike Pence scene, right? You know. Yeah. Um. Apparently, that's which. By the way, his makeup in that scene is pretty wild. As Borat's. Trump or as Trump, yeah. Because it, like he pulls out a mask, and so you think he's just gonna wear a mask, but he actually, if you see him in the in the area, he's no. Like they full. spent. I said that. I think it said they spent four hours in that bathroom putting that makeup on him and like the stall <laughs> oh i thought i thought he was just in there waiting i thought he was like in there for like three hours waiting for the opportunity that he got oh i don't know me i don't know regardless he was in a bathroom stall for a long time <laughs> uh which that that's just what i was gonna bring up um oh the plastic surgeon dude was creepy too yeah i remember that yep that was weird that was creepy. Did not like that. Um, and that and like the debutante ball kind of harkens back to like the people in the first movie who were also just not good. Um, I liked the babysitter. She was nice, and she, as far as I can tell, was like not scripted in, so she really provided a lot of like the growth in the movie too. Just yeah, by, I did like her. Yeah, a lot. And she was the one that I was mentioning, like, they visit her, he, Borat visits her again after COVID has, like, been a thing, and she's, oh, yeah, like, has right. a mask and everything. So I was like, oh, it just shows how time has passed. Um, what else? Oh, walking into the Republican conference with a KKK outfit on? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um... I don't know. That's not too much more than that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we mentioned Tom Hanks. At the end, the running of the American, I thought was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. That was a pretty funny payoff to the joke in the first one. <laughs> I <laughs> like kill Fauci. I, yeah, and I didn't notice the, the comment that Borat makes until I watched. I watched this movie twice this weekend, by the way. I watched one this morning to take notes. But the comment where he makes, he's like, oh, she's been to Walmart. She got her AR-15. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's funny, too. <laughs> what do you think of the Kevin Spacey joke? Which one was that? That was when they're like, they decide, oh, we're not exporting brides anymore. We're exporting grooms. And then they pack up like a bunch of young boys. And then the, the crate says Kevin Spacey. I missed that. Oh, okay. That's funny. Um... 
And then I, the only other thing I have, which is kind of like the twist in the movies, the COVID twist. Yeah, which South Park beat them to the punch. Yeah. Although I thought which, it was pretty funny. It is funny. It would have been so much funnier, though, had South Park not already done it. But that's yeah. not like that's not Baron Cohen's fault at all yeah. or, or the other writers because they that they, I'm sure they were in the development at the same time. Oh, yeah. So that's just unfortunate that they, they both thought of the same joke. I just so kinda, which whenever, whichever one you see first is going to be it's going to have more impact. But yeah, exactly. it would have been funnier had I not seen the <laughs> pandemic special of South Park. Yeah, but I just like uh, watching it again. You just you know, I mean, it shows some of them in the uh, kind of, you know, when he has the revelation of he was given covid. But like watching the movie again, you notice just how many times he like sneezes on people. <laughs> he does it quite a bit. And I don't know why I didn't notice it. Um. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it for me, though. Yeah, I I think I'm good. Yeah, I don't need to see this one again for a while. I don't think. Yeah, it's it's weird. I I don't really rewatch movies all that often anymore because it's like There's when I would re well when I would rewatch movies that but when I would rewatch them would be on TV and I just don't I don't have cable or anything. So. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. This oh this movie came out Thursday night like six hours early or something like that so I watched it like before it was supposed to come out wow it's pretty nice You're cool very nice very nice I uh, watched it in a big group that's I had to watch it again because I was not taking notes when I was watching it in a group so I did not know that uh, Sasha Baron Cohen was the voice of Julian from Madagascar yeah <laughs> I was like that that makes a lot of sense now yeah I like to move it move it. He pops up in like a lot of random things. Did I he just watched him in the Penguins of Madagascar too, the show? Or was it somebody else? I don't know. I never really watched that show that much. Hmm. I uh I, I don't remember if I mentioned I think last week. I watched Sweeney Todd and he was in it. <laughs> wow. I was like, wow. Did you know that? No, I didn't know beforehand I didn't know that. Hmm. He sings. Good singer. Yeah. He's been doing a lot of normal interviews too leading yeah. into this movie which is interesting to watch he does i i wonder how much longer he's he's been doing a lot of like twitter responses to people complaining about borat he'll like do it in character as borat he did a pretty popular one recently like responding to giuliani's response to the movie um but he's done it to some other people as well i know he was doing an ama as borat on reddit oh okay Ask <laughs> that's probably pretty funny but yeah i don't know i I think inherently I don't find the character Borat all that funny. I think that's so. fair. I just, you know, I, I, I mean, think I feel like the joke is like, you know what the joke is before he says it because the character is so, so much a caricature. Yeah. That there's I get like, that. That, yeah. that there's no oomph in the punchline. Cause it's like, I already know what the joke, like I know what the essence of the joke is already. <laughs> it's just something very offensive and very oppressive. And I so. just, you know, it's, I mean, admittedly, it is only poking fun at one side, but I, I like it's, I just like that it makes fun of everything pretty much. I mean, it's not, it's not like South Park. South Park literally makes fun of everything and it doesn't necessarily take sides too much. Um, but I just kind of like that. that I don't know. I feel like this one kind of oversimplifies it though. And, and kind of stereotypes Republicans unfairly. That is true. Like that's, Donald that's, Trump toting that's perfectly true. Yeah. People, which like, 
I, I get that. We live in South Dakota. There are a lot of, this is a very red state, meaning it's Republican. And yeah. a, a lot of, there's a lot of Republicans who do not like Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, no, it, it is kind of unfair in that regard. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, yeah. I, th- I think this movie just wasn't, the, the purpose of behind it was maybe well-intentioned, but it didn't, it wasn't as effective as the first one. Yeah. So that's where I'm going to close cool holden because i think that was my best point <laughs> so i'll stop <laughs> so there. leave it at that yes holden i'm okay with leaving it at that too what I are agree. you what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing no what are you doing what are you doing no what are you doing what are you doing well jimmy this week i on thursday watched four movies in one day oh my goodness uh, I had a very light week overall, and so I was kind of our our school is they're they're taking kind of the initiative of um, since we didn't really have like a break or anything. I think the administration sent out a message to every single professor telling them like, hey, either give them a day off or take away like a big assignment or something because like they're kind of the mental health is not good. Well, I was gonna. I mean, I've been talking to Emily just like fall break is like I remember like just barely scraping by until fall break. Oh, yeah. It's like at the most necessary thing ever. It's just you need fall break to yeah. just survive. Even though fall break is only ever like one or two, like a it's couple two days, yeah, it's two extra days. Two extra. Yeah. But I mean, it's just a lifesaver. It is. And to not have that, to not have any days off. It, it's rough. So I'm kind of glad I actually my 8 a.m. class is only supposed to have two tests during the semester. And he just took away the second one. Wow. Um, and so he's like, uh, yeah, if you if you didn't like your grade on the first test, you can take you can take the second one if you want to replace it. But I got a pretty good grade on the first test, so I don't think I will. Wow. Seventy two percent. Hold on. Anyway, though, uh, movies that I watched this week. I watched, I rewatched Fargo uh, just because one of my roommates hadn't watched it yet and liked it. Gotta have a good breakfast. Gotta have, oh, Margie, gotta have a good breakfast. Um, I watched the original Nightmare on Elm Street. How was that? It's very good. I think that's, it's, that movie is, holds up pretty well, all things considered. I don't think it's like scary really, but like the effects and just like the filmmaking in that movie is like impressive. I like, it's stuff like that that I don't. I never know how they do practical. Like, there's so many things in that movie that are just like wild, and just all the dream that's stuff. The, the blood shoots yeah, out of the bed. Yeah, blood shooting out of the bed. Which I, well, think, I think that they was just all filled upside down. Upside down. Right? Yeah, and then the pan coming out of the bathtub. Yeah, that too. That's pretty scary. Yeah, that is scary. Um, and then there's like the. I don't there's the whole bit where like there's the the one girl who's like gets rolled around on the ceiling, the ceiling and stuff. It's wild. I don't mm. know. Pretty cool movie. Also the the acting debut of Johnny Depp. Wow. And he's like a big character in it too. It's not like he had a small role. Um rewatched Rushmore, Wes Anderson movie, which is one of my favorite Wes Anderson movies. I watched it also because uh, one of my roommates hadn't seen it. Um, I watched Yesterday. Yesterday. All my troubles seem so far away. Yeah, it's the one where the Beatles don't exist or whatever. You know that one? Remember that one came out last year? 
Yeah, I, I don't remember what it was about. Beatles don't exist? Well, it was like the one guy, I can't remember the character's name. The main character, he's like, oh, you know, I'm down on my luck musical artist. I'm just, no one likes my songs. And then, like, this worldwide blackout happens. And then he wake like, it, it, ends and no one remembers who the Beatles is like who the Beatles are except for him and so like the Beatles have never existed and so he takes all the songs and is like hey these are mine now yeah make a lot of money off of them um it's okay uh it's directed by Danny Boyle so very accomplished director but eh he's made better (laughs) he made the Steve Jobs movie which I think is very good um with Michael Fassbender yeah which um, I haven't seen. Yeah. Oh. Written by Aaron Sorkin. Oh, yeah. That movie's very good. It's on Netflix. Go watch it. Um, rewatched Conjuring 2. Still good. I like I that oh, that actually segues into like the one thing I did watch this week. I think I don't think I've watched anything else this week, so this is my one thing. I'll just okay. segue in and here. It now. Um, Warner Bros. They had just dumped all that behind the scenes stuff from all their movies, including oh, sure. The Conjuring. It was like the Conjuring universe, so I skipped to the big ones. <laughs> <laughs> he skipped over La Llorona. Yeah, <laughs> which um was really interesting. I I guess James Wan has actually been like pretty active on all the movies. Surprising, really? like they show him like on set of every movie, huh. and like he talks about the planning. He's like, "This is what we were thinking for this movie, and this this is why I liked this approach for this and." It's a shame he couldn't make him good. Yeah, and they talked about the new one a little bit. Not the, really. The devil made me do it the, just a little bit, and they showed some footage of it. I don't know if they'd shown any footage Mm-mm. of it before, but it, I guess the premise is like this guy kind of blacked out, and then he woke up in prison. They're like, you're charged with murder, and he's like, what are you talking about? And he like, and he's like, so a lot of it's going to be like a trial, huh. interestingly enough. Interesting this true story about this trial and the Warrens are involved. I think the Warrens are like part of his defense case. Yeah. Cause I know they're still main the trial cast, of the devil made me do it. <laughs> <laughs> the trial, trial of the conjuring, the, the trial of the it. seven demons. <laughs> um, but, uh, That's cool. I might have to check that out. How long is that one? The video, it's like 33 minutes or something. They talk about the lot. It's at the very end. They talk about this and they, show a little bit of of footage um but yeah and then there's like some stuff with the real lorraine warren um just i i i really like conjuring one and conjuring two i think they i think they're very good movies Um, i agree that uh i think conjuring two holds up really well too yeah, this more, was the more first so more than most than the first one in terms of scariness because I remember seeing I've seen both of them twice. I remember the first one not being as nearly as scary the second time, and the second one still being pretty scary the second time. This is only the second time I've seen the second one. I had seen the I had seen it in theaters and wow, it's been four years. Jeez, I think that was my favorite movie that year, twenty sixteen. Yeah, because it wasn't La like, La Land. Came well, out yeah, I hadn't seen La La Land yet. Saw La La Land in January, I think. I did too, so I don't count it. Um, but yeah, I didn't really lo- love anything before that. I guess I saw La La Land and Moonlight in 2017. So, still haven't seen Moonlight. Um, 
that it for you, Jimmy? Yeah, I, that's I've it. More. I've got more, so just wait. Um, I've got a bit of a rant for this next one. So I watched Cannibal Holocaust. Okay. Have you ever heard of this movie? No. So Cannibal Holocaust, uh, 80s Italian horror film. Uh, very influential because it was like the first big movie to use like found footage as its like premise. Uh-huh. It wasn't the first, but it was kind of the one that popularized it. Also notable because this movie is was re- it the one that popularized it? Well, okay, not <laughs> as much as Blair Witch, but like, say, like <laughs> Blair um, Witch probably would not have done it if it weren't for this movie. Let's just say that. Okay. Um. But anyway, uh, the the movie is notable for, especially at the time, having like very gruesome deaths in it. Like it's very, so like Tomb Raider level, the video game. No, (laughs) well, I mean, it's probably worse than that. It's uh, actually similar in some ways now that you say it. But um, there, there's just some like very gruesome deaths that, uh, if you look into the behind the scenes of this movie, it's pretty impressive how they did it. But the director was they actually killed people. They actually, well, that's the director was charged with murder because the it was so realistic and like the actors were like very unknown and so hard to get a hold of that like they thought that the director had actually killed these people. Was it good? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's like good in like some ways, but I gave this movie like a half star purely because it has a real animal killing in it. And it's like not even just like shooting one in the head or something like that. It's like dismembering them. What the heck? Yeah. I like could not. There is a scene. I won't get into graphic detail, but they they kill and dismember essentially a a large turtle. What the heck? Like this big tortoise thing. And I could not watch. There's a second one. What? There's two of them. There's a second Cannibal Holocaust. It says Cannibal Holocaust 2, 1988. Hmm. I could not watch. I like any of those scenes where it had animals dying. I could not watch. And I like, and it made me hate the rest. The, they actually in, killed animals. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. I just, and I, I don't know where it was actually filmed. It's like set in the Amazon. I don't know if it was actually filmed there. A lot of the animals seem relatively exotic so they could be like kind of from that area i don't know it is it's the behind the scenes is uh, but you didn't like the movie outside of the animal cruelty still and i didn't like it enough to to justify the animal killing (laughs) what would you give the movie outside of that outside of that probably like like a five and a half six I love how this says approximately half of the film consists of the documentary crew's lost footage, the presenta- presentation of which innovated the found footage genre that was later popularized okay, in American cinema fine. by I the Blair Witch Project. I should have said innovated. I just like how that said it, like took the words right out of my mouth. Um, it, th- that's the other thing about the movie is like it has a lot of like, it has weirdly some of the same themes as Nightcrawler does oh, of all things. Uh, just like the ethics of yeah of like journalism and like documentary filmmaking and stuff um and it's it's pretty graphic and i i didn't think some of the characters were very believable i didn't think their motivations made any sense and i don't know i i (laughs) it was on my list on shutter because i had heard it was influential and that's why i watched it um 
then besides that i oh yeah they let's oh my goodness what one two three four five six animals they just killed six i counted five but maybe i just didn't count one of them yeah yeah a large turtle decapitated him oh my god i it's it is it's hard to watch i i i i came close to that specific one i came close to turning off the movie i was like man i don't know i feel like it felt wrong watching it did you like just know it was real yeah it's just like i mean it's like i mean i obviously i can't speak from experience but they always i mean like there was another one killed off screen so seven total okay I mean, but the, like movie, the scene like, depicting the monkey's death was shot twice. <sighs> Jeez, oh my God. Um, um, I mean, it's just like I mean, it's like human deaths in movies. You know, it's like they always they film it so they're not like it's not exactly how someone dies, and so you don't. It's not like it's not so jarring to the mind or whatever but like it's just like there's something so i i should stop talking about this i said i wouldn't go into it jimmy you've been pushing this <laughs> makes you feel better the monkeys were both eaten by indigenous cast members who consider monkey brains a delicacy so and that completely justifies that it, doesn't, doesn't make it. me feel any better no it doesn't anyway enough about that uh that depressing stuff i also uh finished Shit's creek this week jimmy yep very good show. I really liked it. I liked the way it ended. Um, I thought it was very solid all the way through. I watched the kind of farewell Netflix documentary after the fact. Also pretty cool. Um, it's just, it was really nice. And it took, I went the entire show without knowing that the like mom in it, or Catherine O'Hara, who plays kind of the older mom in it, it was the mom from Home Alone. <laughs> really? Yeah. Kevin. I mean, and she's like, I mean, she was a like big actress kind of around that time. And I just like, and I knew she was in other stuff. She's also the voice of the, uh, of Sally in Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, and she's in Beetlejuice and stuff like that. And I knew that, but I just like did not put two and two together that it was the mom from Home Alone. <laughs> She looks a lot different. In I was going to say, so, does I mean, she look a lot older? I yeah, mean, was she like does. 30 years ago. Yeah, she does. Um, and also her voice is completely different. She puts on like an ac- a weird type of accent in Shit's Creek. Um, that's pretty much it for me. Finished the first season of Doom Patrol. Uh, spent three hours last night playing Resident Evil 4 only to get through only one sub chapter of the game. <laughs> Why? It was... A very difficult and long part. So, yeah. That's it for me, Jimmy. I saw that Resident Evil 2 was like on sale for like 12 bucks or something. I should pick that up. Oh, I I could bring that over to you to borrow. I have it up here. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. I brought some of my PS4 games up here because I... Uh, one of my one of my other friends thought he was getting a PS4. And so I was like, oh, these are some games you should play. Which one? Throw them under the bus. Uh, George Kellogg. George Kellogg. I don't think you know him. The serial guy? Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to George Kellogg. Um, Also, (laughs) not a good person. Guy. Kellogg guy. George? No. (laughs) Yeah, your friend. (laughs) Terrible friend. How do you forget your PlayStation? (laughs) 
yeah anyway but i don't think he's getting the ps4 now so now i just have a stack of ps4 games up here that aren't getting used so what else you got well i think well let's say got last of us so you played i've have the last uncharted trilogy got you've it. played it doom you know you could play doom i could play doom um you could save me like three dollars <laughs> uh, i feel like doom is Skyrim. not gonna be my type of game probably not but i think you should give it a try i should at least play part of it yeah skyrim skyrim yeah never heard of it <laughs> shadow of the colossus was one of them overrated yeah okay jimmy <laughs> <laughs> still haven't finished it yeah geez <laughs> uh, that's it for i think though the only thing that would get me to finish that game is the silver trophy i'd earn at the end also playstation just completely overhauled their like uh leveling for trophies what is it now i don't know but like it used to be like take you just eons to get from like one level to the next level and now there's like like now it just takes not nearly as long like i was like a level 13 or something or 12 or what and now it's like 200 or something like really that. yeah they completely oh, overhauled it to, i'm probably up to that now too or something i'm something like that yeah no they completely overhauled it one day because i thought it was a glitch and then i looked it up online and they're like no they just overhauled it i think ahead of the ps5 which makes sense because it's like <laughs> like it's like you upgrade like one level a year yeah if even that and like a platinum trophy gets you like three percent closer to the <laughs> next level it's like oh my gosh um but yes so that's a little tangent at the end. We we really drew this episode out we did. long. That's because you wanted to talk about that animal dying for so I did. long. They decap- that is so messed up. Yeah. What the is. heck? No, but like if, if, I mean, I don't necessarily recommend you watch the movie, but Jimmy, like read up on the like production and behind the scenes on that movie. It is pretty, it's, it's way more These interesting. These people should be in jail. They should. Like, what the heck? They should. Um... Yeah, what are who we doing on, next week? Who is on board for this? I don't know. It's it's Ita- it's an Italian film with like no name actors. I don't. I really don't know. Yikes! It's an Ita- but it's English language. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Jimmy, what's our request for next week? Oh, yep. You should pull that up. Sure. You say everything else about the outro. Well, um. Uh. Yeah. F- Facebook. Um. You can. <laughs> Uh, Facebook. Facebook. Yes, Facebook. Facebook. Yes. I keep saying I'm going to post on Facebook and then I don't. Uh, we got a ghost story coming up next week. Oh, yeah. An actual Affleck? movie I want to watch. What? Who's in that one? Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck. And Ro- Rooney Mara? Maybe, Maybe Giuliani? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think so. Fucking insured in. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so we check we'll to see if we have any more requests story. too. We'll be going, doing a ghost story. Uh, you can send in your requests. Um, and we'll be doing Mandalorian episode one. Oh, that's right, Jimmy. Mandalorian starts next it's week. Coming back. Um, yeah, so next, yeah, uh, you can send us a review by leaving us a five-star review. Or you can send us a request by leaving us a five-star review. give us a review by leaving us a review. Yeah, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and mention in your review of like what you what movie you want or you can send us a uh, email at toppodcast at gmail.com or you can send us money on patreon we'll also accept that uh, and you can any of those ways you can send us but you requests. can do the review do the review the review first. is the preferred method that if you haven't the done no, the review. that is if you haven't done it before do that do it do it um yeah 
Well, did we have any new ones, Jimmy? No. Okay. They're slacking. That's okay. <laughs> we've got a, slacking we've got out there. We only have we have, we have three. More? We'll have a couple new movies to review in December. So yeah, we've got stuff is actually starting to come out on streaming services, and most of the weeks in December we'll have stuff. Huh, that'll be nice. Wow. Wah wah wee wah. Wah wah wee wah. As they say in Kazakhstan. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, did I, I? I didn't. Uh, one bonus bit at the end. I didn't mention this in the Borat episode, but I talked to you. I told you this last night, I think, but everyone in the movie who's supposed to be speaking like Kazakh or like, I think that's the name of their language. Is it? I don't know. Whatever their language is. Whenever they're supposed to be speaking that, they're they're just not speaking that language. Like Borat is speaking Hebrew since Sasha Baron Cohen was raised Jewish and he knows Hebrew, so he's speaking Hebrew. I assume uh, Maria Barkalova, Bartolova or whatever Bakalova, Bakalova. I think she's Bulgarian. I think she's just speaking her native language, and I th- like everyone else just speaks whatever language, <laughs> secondary other other language they speak. So that's that's how that goes. It's kind of funny. All right. Oh, I'm yawning now. Holden, you've gone way too long. You're putting me to sleep. <sighs> me too. All right. Adios, pantalones. Love you.